Well, welcome everybody. Everybody. Um, to another <laughs> digging in my episode, digging in my eye. Um, anyways, um, we're here panic attacking with Big John. So if you're on a YouTube or Anchor or Spotify or any of the other podcast apps, uh, this is Panic Attack with Big John. On Twitter, it's at the real underscore Big John. On Parlay, or sometimes called Parler, it's at the real Big John, all one word. On Facebook, it's John Morrow, a conservative op-ed page. So, we, uh, we waited 12 or 24 hours, 24 hours, we'll say, for Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, DeWine. Mike DeWine, uh, who's a pretty nice guy, to give uh, an update on the virus, the pandemic, the situation. Um, And everyone thought that he was going to announce, like, mandatory masks or uh, a new shutdown of the economy. Uh, which, uh, you know, states around in the vicinity of Ohio have been doing. Uh, Pennsylvania, uh, the county where Pittsburgh sits, uh, they closed up bars and bars and rest, well, bars. I can't remember now, but I think it was bars and restaurants. Bars for sure. Um, unless your bar uh, serves food. Now, what does that mean? You know, food can be a bag of chips. It can be free pretzels at the counter. Uh, but anyways. And then also, they required you to wear a mask in public which means anytime you step outside your home, um, I would, common sense would say, and that's been something that's been used very loosely during this pandemic, except for the president. Uh, you know, he, uh, well, let's just stick to one thing at a time. The, the, uh, Pennsylvania, you know, Allegheny County, where Pittsburgh is, that's, nobody can spell Allegheny, let alone know where the hell it's at, unless you say Pittsburgh. They, uh, started this, you know, closing down the bars last week and restaurants. Uh, West Virginia, uh, has kept everything open, but if you're in a public building... So, you have to wear a mask. 
I've been, I live on the border where the three states come together, Ohio, PA, West Virginia. This mask thing, it's enforced leisurely, basically by the store or restaurant employees. Um, the people working in the restaurants in West Virginia, almost heaven, have to wear a mask. Um, got some tobacco stuck on my tongue. Uh, the, uh, but it's up to the employees of the building to enforce it. Uh, and I don't know exactly what happens if, you know, some health department person walks in but uh, and sees that there's a customer not wearing a mask, who's fined, who's punished. I, I would guess it would be the customer from what I've gathered. Uh, there could be some punishment for the stores, too. Uh, but, you know, I walk into places and they... You know, they clearly see me putting my mask on, and sometimes they get like a funny look. And I'm like, well, it's your state. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, now, I've seen where Walmart has uh, nationwide, all customers entering the store have to wear a mask. Uh, you know, this could, uh, you know, be good, bad, otherwise. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of people are going to say, well, I have a medical condition. I can't wear one. Uh, but, you know, for the Walmart uh, door greeter or whatever you want to call them, uh, at the Walmart where I live, there's a person that sits there with a, um, like a tablet. And when somebody leaves, they click the button. When somebody enters, they click a button to keep count of how many people are in the store. At the Walmart where I live is pretty big. I think they're allowed uh, a 900 customer capacity. That's on top of the employees. So you fear they're, oh, whatever. They're allowed a little over 900 customers. Um, but, you know, how, how do you enforce that? The person working the door can't physically stop you from going into the store without a mask, right? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be viral videos of Walmart employees wrestling. with somebody because they're not wearing a mask. I saw it with some giant eagle employees when all this first started. I think they were in Pennsylvania. And I'm going to be honest, Pennsylvania people can be kind of douchey. They really think they're better than everyone else. Uh, you know, uh, Pittsburgh's been voted most livable city in America for a, a long time, but not, you know, year after year, but in different years, it's been most livable city, but like, you know, they're the big dog in a very rural area, you know, compared to New York or Philly or, you know, Boston, LA, 
Pittsburgh's kind of like the hick town of the major cities in America, but they think they're metropolis, whatever. So, uh, Ohio, anyways, governor spent 20 minutes giving a motivational speech. And I like Mike, he's a nice guy, but I'm sitting there listening to this. And he's talking about, you know, 1919 and swine, or, uh, Spanish flu. And he's talking about, you know, all these quotes from, you know, leaders of history and stuff. And it's like, dude, get to the point. You've made us wait 24 hours for this, you know, big major speech that you're going to give. And he's given, like, a... <clears throat> It was like a pre-war It was almost like he felt like he was a president Giving a pre-war pep talk to the nation And as much as I like Mike And as much as I've supported him throughout this uh, Decision-making process You know, it's time that You know things loosen up and it's time to get to the point and like you know a few minutes into this speech because I missed it the first time so I had to back the live stream up and I'm sitting there going what's the point of this speech just get to the point uh, I mean I was getting so frustrated it's like my god you raised my anxiety and blood pressure and that's the thing about this whole pandemic and virus and whatever you want to call it. There's so much media hype and lies that it's it's scaring people. It's giving people anxiety. Uh, and it's because of the media and it's because of, you know, speeches like the one Governor DeWine gave today or the, you know, Cuomo and uh, what's, his what's his name in California, Newman? Newmar, new, new something. The guy's a perv, and he got into a big sex scandal in Cal in when he was mayor of San Francisco, and yet the nuts and fruits in California still elect him their governor. Uh, Newsom, Gavin Newsom. That's who I was thinking of. Well, anyways, Mike's given this long Governor Dewine, I should say, of Ohio, is giving this long speech, and I'm like, dude get to the point and so finally he holds up a freaking mask and says you know in a matter of a few weeks or eight weeks we can cut down on the number of virus cases <clears throat> and we <clears throat> can put a uh, stop to this so that we can have school start up on time so that we can have high school sports and blah 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 and then he goes back into you know the motivational speaker thing like he's you know a president preparing the country to go to war and yeah I believe that I believe in COVID the virus that I'm not allowed to say on YouTube uh, I believe in it I'm not a, a hoaxer Donald Trump is not a hoaxer uh, Donald Trump said that the 
way the Democrats are portraying his response to the virus is a hoax, saying that he has no plan, the media lying and saying that he has no plan. He said that's all a hoax, but he knows the virus is real. I know the virus is real. And I'm fine with wearing the masks, but today I can sum up you know, 20 minutes of Governor DeWine's speech in two sentences. Wear the masks or you're freaking grounded. And actually, that was one sentence with a comma and a conjunction. Is that a conjunction? What if, or, but, and, there's conjunction. No, it's a conjunction when you put an apostrophe in a word. Or in a make two words, one word. Somebody, somebody out there in the grammar, please tell me what it is when you put a comma and then or, but, or and. Uh, what, is that a conjunction? Yeah, that's a conjunction. When you put an apostrophe and make two words into one, it's a contraction. Sorry, I had to dip back to my fourth grade English lesson. So anyway, these videos are very edumacational. Hey, aren't you getting a good edumacation right now about conjunctions and contractions? I tells you. Maybe that was like first grade English class, crying out loud. So we had that. 24 hours of anxiety for people in Ohio as to whether or not as to whether or not quote-unquote non-essential businesses would be shut down or if restaurants and bars were going to be shut down or, or were, you know, uh, the masks going to be made mandatory or you go to hell with Saddam Hussein and Satan. Tw thanks for the 24 hours of anxiety, Governor DeWine. So, oh Kanye, my boy Kanye, I have never, I'll be honest, I have, I have never intentionally listened to a Kanye West song. I know he's a very talented man and a genius, uh, but I've never listened to his music. And by the way, if you're a certain level of musical talent, you're a genius. Your brain functions at a higher level than the average person. Uh, you know, there's Albert Einstein mathematic geniuses. There are, you know, people with good street smarts, common sense genius. Uh, and there are artistic geniuses. If your, you know, brain can function and, you know, you tell your neurons to tell your muscles to move and paint a, a fabulous painting that looks like a photograph of nature. That's a, that's genius. Uh, but anyways, gene, we're talking about the genius Kanye. 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 Kanye West and his hot wife. Kanye said the other day that His, his platform and his thoughts on planned parenthood. Um, 
There's an advertisement disguised as a page-turning button. Uh, so rapper Kanye West, only one year younger than I am. Announced, you know, his intention to run for president over, you know, the weekend. He said, we must realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I'm running for president. That was his tweet. In a tell-all interview by with Forbes magazine, his political platform revealed his thoughts on Planned Parenthood. Now, this is true. This is the, the history behind Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthoods have been placed inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work, he told the magazine. Um, yeah, it's true. The founder of... He's, I think he's given an opinion there, but uh, because you know he found Christ recently, uh, and or maybe he always knew Christ, but he's just now uh, gone from you know rapping to gospel rapping, but whatever. Yeah, the founder, as far as I know, of Planned Parenthood was a white supremacist, and she did believe in uh, suppressing the birth of. Uh, black children to, um, well, because she hated black people. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. My The fact that it took me so long to stammer that out was what I was laughing at. Uh, but the good thing about, you know, Kanye saying this, if he backs it up with, you know, what, if he backs this sentence up, quote, Planned Parenthood has been placed inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work, unquote. If he backs that sentence up with what I just told you factually, that the founding woman of Planned Parenthood back in like the 20s or 30s or 40s uh, was in fact indeed a white supremacist and she did hate black people now you've got a you have a fact in front of the black population that wasn't there before. When I say it, you know, black people just say, "Yeah, this dumb crackers talking at us again." They always promise us everything. When Kanye says it, he can make an impact in the black community. Um, and, and you know, this is why I'm kind of glad Kanye's in this uh, presidential race. Because he can say things and speak to uh, a community that, you know, white people just can't speak to. Um, you know, the Democrats have promised the black community everything under the sun for years. And the uh, Republicans, because, because it's a given that uh, for the last, since the 1960s-ish, that black folks are going to vote Democrat. Uh, you know, the Republican Party's kind of ignored that that group, that race, that voting block. So, you know, Kanye can open up a dialogue that uh, white people just can't open up in the black community. Um, I think, anyways. And, and I think that the black community needs more representation. 
they need their uh, thoughts and opinions heard more, you know, um, and it's not being portrayed, the thoughts and, when I say it's, I mean their thoughts and feelings are not being are not being communicated by Al Payday Sharpton or Jesse Jackson. And Jesse Jackson is somebody I've admired for a long time. I don't know why. It just seems to me we don't hear from him much anymore. But then again, I don't watch the news. So I get my news. If there's breaking news, I'll turn on uh, you know, a, a YouTube live stream. Or Fox News if it's breaking news. I don't care about the opinions of the people on Fox News. Uh, but I care about, you know, the news. Like if there's a terrorist attack, a mass shooting, uh, a natural disaster, uh, something like that. But usually, you know, I'll go straight to the president's speech. Um, I can't sit through Joe Biden's lies and stammering. So I try as best I can, but it's just difficult to deal with. Um, and the best way to get your information now is to go straight to the sources. You know, hear it from the horse's mouth. Um, speaking of horses, I think Donald Trump is now, once again, the dark horse candidate for the presidency. Um, the Washington Post, uh, you know, reports, you know, Trump replaces campaign managers, campaign manager, as polls show him trailing Biden in presidential race. Uh, Donald Trump announced Wednesday night he's replacing... Brad Parscale with longtime political aide Bill Step Stepin as national and swing state polls show him falling further behind presumptive Democrat nominee Joe Biden in a whatever pandemic spreading presidential race. Uh, the president wrote. On social media, Parscale, who has been with me for a long time, will stay as a senior advisor focusing on digital and data strategies. Parscale has been marginalized in the campaign for several weeks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, something about the Oklahoma rally. Um, Parscale did not respond to requests for... Uh, comment. Stipen was the field director in 2016 campaign, has worked with the president since the election. He's known for his low-key style in Trump world and his knowledge of battleground states. He was formerly a top aide to Governor Chris Christie at six foot eight with a dramatic red beard. Parscale cuts a brash figure and is given to statements such as comparing Trump, the Trump campaign to the Death Star, a super weapon in the Star Wars movies. His strengths from the start of the 2016 campaign 
in addition to his digital know-how, was to close the relationship with Trump, Trump's older children. His firm, Periscope Strategies, bills for the campaign a salary of Laura Trump and Kimberly Guilfoyle, the wife and girlfriend, respectively, of Trump's two oldest sons, Eric and Donald. Periscope standing with the president has been growing shakier since the spring, according to people close to the president, who, like others, spoke on a condition. These people always speak to the media on conditions of anonymity, so it's hard to tell if you know what they're saying is true. So, anyways, yeah, shake up in the Trump campaign. You know that usually happens uh, at this point of a race, if the. Uh, candidate feels they're falling behind or is behind uh, Trump the other day at his press conference I can't remember if somebody asked him about polls or if he just brought it up but you know he says well I know a lot about polls and your fake polls and your fake news were wrong in 2016 and internal polling tells me a different story and and stuff like that and uh, the predictor of the last 26 of 20 last 24 or 26 presidential elections has uh, Trump at like a 91% chance to win and I'm hoping to gosh that is true because I just can't see this country under Joe Biden, uh, you know, and I don't know how the Democrats are going to do their national campaign or uh, convention. I guess it's going to be a virtual convention, so that'll be a fiasco, those idiots. Um, you know, Trump still wants a live and in-person convention for the most part. I'm hoping to sneak my way in there because other people are afraid to go because of the viruses. So, uh, yeah, I'm a sniveling little sneaky shit. I'll do it. I'll go stand on the convention floor uh, if someone else is afraid to go. So, anyway, I would... Um, I would say, you know, it's a good thing. We, we need to go at it. Um... You know, the social media platforms are shutting down conservatives and Republicans, left, right, and in between. Uh, I'm, when I say left and right, I mean all over the place, not left wing and right wing. Uh, you know, they're just shutting us down. Uh, you know, but we need to use social media to get the word out. To put facts out about out there, you know, retweet or um, share the president's speeches, and and if enough of us do it, hopefully some people will watch the speech itself and realize that hey, wait a minute, this speech isn't what the media told me it was. So. You know, that's our hope. We've got to fact check the things that we're sharing and tweeting and so on and so forth. Thing. So, 
will uh, see you the next time here on Yield Panic Attack. Uh, there are a couple links in the description on the uh, YouTube video. And uh, with, with that, we'll see you later.